Hello, everybody. Cal Banyan here. I'm back with Erica on calbanyan.com. And we've got another really, really important topic. Did you know the most powerful words you're ever going to hear are the ones you say to yourself in the privacy of your own mind? And we're going to talk about how you can do a better job of that and help your clients to do a better job of that. All right. Well, once again, I got Erica back with me. She is a powerhouse. She's just like, sometimes I want to say she's like Calbanian 2.0. She's got a center just like I had a center. She's a five-pather. She's a trainer. She's a writer. She's uh, been speaking and teaching at the National Guild of Hypnotists, the National Guild of Hypnotists Solid Gold. She does everything I do. So I'm, you know, we get along great because we agree on just about everything. Okay. All right. How you doing, Erica? I'm great, Cal. You're such a good model. I mean, it's so easy to just kind of follow what you're doing and get success. And that's what we want for our students too, right? So um, I'm super happy about this uh, topic that we're talking about today on um, negative self-talk and what's going on in our clients' minds. I see it all the time. And um, let's just dive in. So let me tell everyone about you, Cal. Cal is the hypnosis authority on the hypnosis that actually works. This is the hypnosis that you will use in your office day in and day out. He's an author, he's a trainer, he's won nearly every single award from the National Guild of Hypnotists, which is the oldest and largest hypnosis professional organization in the world. And my life and profession changed once I became a five-path hypnotist. I had taken other training before, it was good, but I was not prepared. I didn't know how to see clients. Once I took my five path training, I saw clients within three days, went full time within a year, and I've been loving it and doing it ever since. So thank you for that, Cal. Let's just dive in with this negative self-talk. I see it all the time with my clients. And I think it's really important that we catch it because like you said, Cal, it's happening in the privacy of their mind. So normally we might not notice that this is happening with our clients, but it's very destructive. So what do you think about this topic, Cal? I think it's really, really good. And I think it falls right in line with something that is super important and that is to create independence in our clients so that they are an independent full functioning human being who can optimize themselves and not dependent on helping professionals because when they start taking control of what's going on in there they start taking control of their life their so that's right. So the reason that I thought this topic is so important is because we are in the business of helping people. And what I've witnessed over the course of my time helping clients is there is a lot of negative self-talk happening, but most of our clients aren't aware of the fact of how damaging it is. Now, so let me talk about, you know, what is negative self-talk? Well, negative self-talk is that that uh, running program in your mind that might be saying things to you like, oh, that was dumb that was stupid. You shouldn't have said that, or geez, that you look like an idiot saying that, right? Cal, those are the types of things that are going on in our clients' minds, right? It's a broken record, isn't it? Over and over again. And it just, I'm going to, you ever think about where that comes from? Yeah, I do. I want to just give one little inkling of where that comes from that I've observed because I've done lots and lots and lots of age regression Mm -hmm. is what will happen is the child will have a critical parent or other important person in their life. Big brother, step-parent, aunt or uncle that's raising them in a significant way. And that person will be very critical. And what happens is the child 
it really, really hurts when somebody that you depend on and you love, and this person you're depending on for your sense of value and love and food and water and everything, a place to sleep, starts criticizing. That's very scary. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe they don't love me and all this kind of stuff. So it will happen as a strategy to reduce pain is they will start doing it first. They will start doing it to themselves first as a way of modifying their behavior so that they don't get into a situation where this other caring person, caring person, does it to them. It hurts less to do it to themselves than to have this other person with whom their whole life and, and identity is based on. So they do it themselves and it hurts less and it causes them to avoid the criticism uh, by this, this, this very, very important person in their life. And that kind of thing is quite often revealed in the age regression. They realize where it came from. And then they realize that, you know, there's, that's just that person's opinion. And maybe they had their best intent and they didn't mean to hurt them, but uh, they're not that child anymore. They don't need to keep doing that. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to put my little two cents worth in there. It was beautiful. It nearly made me cry. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard <laughs> with little ones, you know, I think you might need to take over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's one of the things is when we're dealing with this self-talk, it's really helpful as five pathers, everything I said in the last episodes, we're going to take them to these different phases. We got to find out, you know, really, really what they want so that they can be highly motivated to go through the sometimes difficult things that really deep hypnotherapy or hypnosis uh, like five path does, including age regression, so that they can re-experience that little one being criticized and then be able to use the hindsight of grown up. That's, that's the, the miraculous thing about age regression. I mean, how many times have we said something like, boy, I wish I would have known then what I know now. And with hypnosis, you really can know then what you know now, because all of your thens are still in there, nice. exactly the way they were perceived as the child and recorded in the mind. And reality has nothing to do with it. It's what the child believed all that meant. And then with that, with that ability to go and talk to that little one and let them know whatever needs to be known from the perspective of the grown-up, that it wasn't her fault or whatever, and they're not that little, and they're going to grow up, and they're going to be able to make decisions on their own, and that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Is that and how effective that is. I mean, you know, the thing that I'm noticing is, um, you know, clients come in, if they say something out of their mouth, that is um, self-limiting, it's demonstrating uh, to you, the hypnotist, a lack of self-confidence or self-empathy. They're kind of, you know, saying mean things about themselves. If they've said it out of their mouth, it's happening a hundred times worse in their mind. And we can really help our clients with this because what you were just saying, Kel, with that age regression, in, in a single session, when we help our clients, we, we validate what's true, we get rid of the erroneous. In a single session, I've seen clients significantly reduce their negative self-talk and just be peaceful and happier. Like it can make all the difference for them. 
Exactly. And, you know, a little technique I came up with that really affects self-talk. And that is, as we're going through the age regression, I'm going to find out what's happening. What are they thinking? Mm-hmm. What are they feeling? If it's familiar, new, how old they are. But I'm really focused on what's happening. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? And especially what are they thinking? Because that's where the self-talk com- comes from. Mm-hmm. And also that's what self-talk perpetuates. And so we've got this little boy or this little girl going, oh, there's something wrong with me. Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm not as good as my brother. Da, 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 and all this stuff, right? And then I have grown up. I say, hey, let me ask you something about that little boy or that little girl. Is she mean? No. Well, what is she? She's good. Is she stupid? Well, no, no, she's not stupid. What is she? She's pretty smart. Um, is she ugly? Well, no, I think she's kind of cute. Okay, five's cute. Yes, she is. Okay, um, is there really anything wrong with her? No. Would you let anyone come up to her and tell her, you're stupid, you're dumb, you're not good enough, you're not as good as so-and-so? No, I'd never let anyone do that. Good, because that what you say to you, you say to her. And so you're going to be so much more careful about what you say to you, yourself. Because that little girl, that little boy, right in there, right in there. The thinking part's there, the feeling part's there. And so now you're going to say good things to her, the truth, just like you were saying now. You got that? Yes. Good. Put an ending on it. I've changed because now I know. Now I know there's nothing wrong with me. Good. Put another ending on it. Now I know that she's good. Good. Put another ending on it. I can't talk to her that way anymore. Why? Because she is me. I am her. Good. How does that make you feel? I feel so good. Stronger or weaker? Stronger. More in control or less? More. Good. Put another ending on it. And so now I can. Now I can get on with my life feeling better about myself. Good. Give me an example of what you could do. Well, now I can move forward and work or relationship or whatever. And uh, so that's like total five path secret language of feelings approach to dealing with that self-talk. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I, I absolutely love this idea of the grown up standing up for the little one, because in this scenario, it is, it, you know, some of this is being gen- generated by the grown ups around our clients and, you know, when they were younger. And those grownups aren't standing up for the little one, right? So it's like in that regressed state, our grownup gets an opportunity to stand up for that little one that they were and then live from that place too. Because now instead of those negative, the habitual negative thoughts that are going to come in based on a lifetime of negative self-talk, they're going to catch it. They're going to stop it. And that's grownup standing up for the little one that they once were, right? How's that make you feel? It feels awesome right now, Carol. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, for you guys that don't know it, both um, Erica and I have a background in computer science with hers a lot more than mine. Um, I was working on getting like a minor in computer science when I was, actually I thought about getting a degree in computer science when I was getting my degree in psychology, but then I found out it was gonna take me eight years to do it because they, they don't overlap at all. But anyway, Back in those days, when I was studying computer science, you do it like history of computer science. And they talked about how in the early days, you know, they're putting these computers together and, and places like the government and big companies were buying them. And they were very dissatisfied with what they were getting out of them. They go, this is like garbage. 
And then the computer scientists went in and found out what they were doing. And they go, that's because you're putting garbage data in. You're going to get garbage data out. And they came up with this idea, garbage in, garbage out. And then I, as a hypnotist and helping professional, have completely turned that around and say, gold in, gold out. Gold in, gold out. And I will encourage my clients to begin to read, watch, listen, read, watch, listen, read, watch, listen to golden input, golden input, things that make them feel better about themselves, things that raise them, that develop their talents. And the best kind of golden input is not the kind you go out and seek out every, every day. It's the kind that is either habitual or it is subscribed so it just winds up in your mailbox or your email box and then good habits like seven path self-hypnosis that's definitely gold in and when you have this constant gold in then you are going to just manifest and create a golden environment and you're going to and that causes you to think about and feel about and talk to yourself differently and it's just essential what do you think about that erica I think it's fantastic because the brain is going to think one way or the other. I mean, unless you're specifically meditating to quiet your mind, which, or doing hypnosis, which is, is a fantastic technique. The brain is electrical. The brain is going to have thoughts one way or the other, right? So it's really good for us to have things that we are purposefully putting. Let's fill it up. If it's going to be filled with something, let's fill it up with the good stuff. Otherwise, you know, it's kind of like the idle brain. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of, of statements about what happens with your idle brain, right? Uh, the devil's tool or something like that. It's because we start to ruminate. We start to think about other things. We start to have negative self-talk. And so let's put, let's put positivity, let's put the gold in there first. So there's no room for that. That's right. We, you know, we grow up in, in kind of a toxic environment. It's got all this negativity and there's actually trillions of dollars being spent to put negative thoughts into your mind that, you know, gosh, if you sell stuff that makes you smell good, you tell people, gosh, you stink. If you tell people straighten hair, stuff that straight hair, you go, well, your hair is so curly. What's wrong with you? You know, and, or you're not, you're not tall enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not rich enough. And they keep doing this to you. And mom and dad and uncle may have done it to you before. Like we just talked about, why can't you be like your big brother? And what we need to do is get it out. But nature avoid abhors a vacuum. And it will pull it right in unless we start filling it up with the stuff we want. This is how we take back control of our life. This is the most positive form of brainwashing, <laughs> you know, rinse and repeat. <laughs> Fill it up with the good stuff. That's right. That's right. That's right. So good. good. All right. Anything else um, on your list there? No, I, you, you covered it and went way beyond what I had anticipated talking about. So thank you, Cal. I think uh, we all have some level of negative self-talk. I mean, I still do it. I still need to catch myself, but this is, you know, when I catch it, then I can say, is it true? And if it's true, then I can work on it. If it's not true, then it immediately disappears. So there, I'm always watching this for myself. I'm watching my the, the natural tendencies of my mind to comment on my day. And I wanna make sure it's, it's positive. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. The, the way you feel mm -hmm. is almost completely dependent on the meaning that you're giving things in your life. Right. X happens. 
you give it meaning. And then what happens is it creates some chemicals in the brain that causes your state to change, that affects your behavior. You are either doing good things in the world or not. And that depends on the meaning you're giving things, all that garbage stuff, that garbage input. Don't let it run on automatic. Erase those programs. Let's put some good programs, good routines into our lives. And people will go, what happened to you? Are you on new meds or what? Mm-hmm. That's the best, isn't it? When they're like, what's going on with you? And you're like, I'm just happy. I've been working on myself. I've been, you know, yep, yep, doing work. Yep. And yeah. they'll say, can you help me with? And then we're on our way. There yep. we go. All right, good. Why don't you go ahead and wrap it up unless you have anything else you want to say? No, that was it. Thank you, Cal, so much. And thank you, uh, viewers and listeners. It's fantastic uh, to be serving you here today. I'm Erica Flint. You can find me at CascadeHypnosisTraining.com. I hope to see you in class in January or April of 2021. See you there. All right. Hey, and I just want to publicly thank Erica for being such a good partner in this process of doing podcasts. Uh, She really brings another perspective. I talk about, we agree about everything, but still, you know, the, I have this old guy's perspective and she's got this, this younger person. Like I, like I said, she's like Cal 2.0. I mean, you got to admit she's at least got, you know, she's, she's younger and better looking than I am probably smarter too. So I really thank you, Erica, for being a part of this, this process and for so long. All right, you guys, I'm Cal Banyan. Please check out calbanyan.com. All of my schedules on there. We're currently scheduling uh, for next year. If you think you want to be in class, call our office. It's on calbanyan.com and let us know uh, what dates work good for you. Maybe we can get you or your office because uh, sometimes I will do uh, trainings just for special groups if they're, you know, looks like it would be fun to do. All right. That's it. Cal Banyan signing off. Thank you.